like to welcome everybody back to Tommy Joe's on a Wednesday night, not a Tuesday night, not the sweatiest basement in Kensington, Maryland. I'm Ken Marangolo with Kevin Ricca and Tim Strachan and Brian Stabby. I'm here. In the Tribe Called Quest. Turn that on location. Turn that down a little bit in the We're on location. In everyone's ears. I know that's not so loud as, loud as it was. We're on location. We're at on Tommy location. Joe's. We uh, we appreciate Tommy Joe's having us. Yes. We'll be back. We got some awesome guests lined up for future shows right here in this spot. This is our opportunity to talk to Hogshaven, talk to all Redskins fans, talk about the Washington Redskins, our favorite team, our favorite TV show. This is the official Redskins after show of Hogshaven. It's called After the Whistle. And it was an awesome week awesome. of TV. It was Season a great show. 83. It was a great show. Can, Episode, I, just say, can I just say something to you guys? Episode 9. I'm coming around. Mm. You already I'm came coming. around. No, you no, can't no, no, come no. around two years in a row. Coming around. On what? I'm coming around. On After KC? this past we week. We won four straight, and you were talking about momentum. After this past week. I'm feeling good, guys. I'm feeling good. For the first time, I feel good Me too. about this team. Me too. I feel good about the way the defense is playing. I feel good about the way that the offense is playing. I feel good about everything. There was not a doubt in my mind this past week they were going to pull it out. No doubt, Strack. It wasn't pretty. It was a very good Strack. It the wasn't most pretty. positive you've been on a show in ages. Without a doubt. Without I'm a positive doubt. tonight, guys. I love it. I love it. Feeling good. Yeah, a little crowd comes out. You get a super positive after a nice weekend. I'm with Could it. be the eight whiskeys I've had. <laughs> well, it always helps. It is, the, it is the spirit of Sunny. It is the spirit of Sunny. <laughs> that is how whiskey makes a negative. We roll. I'm channeling Sunny right yeah. now. There's no doubt about it. Listen, here's what we're going to do tonight. We're, gonna, we're not going to pump sunshine up anyone's butt yet. What, we're gonna, what we are going to do is we're going to talk about a couple things. It's Pro Bowl voting season, and there's some... Awesome stuff to talk about there about the Washington Redskins. There's a playoff scenario right now because the Washington Redskins, oh, by the way, are in it on, on the inside of that bubble. So Brian Stabby so here talking about that. Scenario. We got, uh, let's see, what else do we have? We, we, we have, we're not, we don't, you know, it's second half. We're already well into the second half. I think um, we can talk about, you know, where the Redskins stand in the landscape of the NFL. Let, let's close that on that. Let's start with Pro Bowl balloting. Here's, here's where we are. Washington Redskins offense is, technically speaking, awesome. They, they get yards. They move the ball. They, they need to do better it. in the red zone. But we're not here to talk about all the bad things. We know about all the bad things. We just got to win. We're going to talk about the good things. We, we, we face another top, what, five defense? We face another team with a winning record. We faced... We, 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 it was not on primetime. We got that ch- challenge coming up. But I will say this, at 5-3-1, and one, we're two games up in the, in the win column, and in the, in the NFC at least, where, where it matters most, where, where there seems to be a logjam at 5-4 and four and 4-5, four and five, all of a sudden, the tie works for you. What I, what I wrote about this week is, the tie, a tie works for a good team, a tie hurts a bad team. If you're a right. good team, a tie should help you. We are a good team, and tie and Seki. Certainly Ooh, helps this squad out, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's mm. I know. I know. The I know. reason, the reason we, and the reason is we didn't hear his name or the guy across from his <laughs> name all day. That's a that's, that's a, a McLuhan signing. I mean, he's a huge. He's a McLuhan. That's what our backups look like now, Tim. 
Come they on, look like on, time on, second. That guy's story oh, is on his feet. Don't work. He just absorbs. That is a monster of a man. Starts for two thirds of the team in this league, and we got him. We got him right now for the most important part of this run. Trent Williams, the baddest ass left tackle in town. Gets replaced by Ty Seki, and we don't skip a beat. How about the fact that they're one talk- sack against a great there's talk. backup running back rushes for ninety seven. There's talk of moving Trent to guard, nah, only because nah, he nah, can do on. it. It's nah, a little crazy. Nah, 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 nah. Only because he can do it. So he can so do whatever he wants. I heard. I heard. He a has great, played guard. I heard a great exp- explanation. If you've got Ty Seki at out of a scale of one to ten, at a nine at tackle. And a Laval at a seven at guard, you can have a Ty Inseki at nine at tackle and a Trent Williams at a nine at guard. That's an upgrade. It, absolutely. And, and, and Jay Gruden's offense size matters, and that's that's the whole his whole offense his whole offensive strategy is designed for a huge beef, offensive line. Beef. It's why Spencer Long is favored over Corey Lichtensteiger or oh. was. Um, <laughs> The whole idea to me is is awesome. It's very Madden esque. It's like the kind of thing you would do if you were if you were just looking at raw numbers. I, I have a hard time believing that Trent Williams is going to play left guard for us in, in a meaningful game. Um, it's a it's a it's a cool idea. I, I heard the same thing. Uh, if Ty is that good and, and can prove himself, I said we had to go two and two with Trent out, um, and I said that we couldn't go two and two without beating Minnesota. So. The we can fact, go better in two and two. The fact of the matter is, if we're good enough to, you know, if for, certainly if we're good enough to beat Dallas, we can certainly win four games. That's an unrealistic expectation. Yeah, Brian Stabb. Absolutely. I mean, it's unrealistic, but it's not. It's not a false statement. The, the you know, Green Bay is no great shape. Green Bay is limping in. They're limping in. F. Green Bay. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is awesome. And if you let him True. be the difference, he What's happening to Green Bay is not Aaron Rodgers' no, fault. It's no, it's not Aaron Rodgers' fault. But they, they are reeling. They are they are falling off of a cliff. I think Olivia Munn can do that to a franchise. Yo, I, yo, Olivia Munn can do whatever she Jesus. wants. As far I think as this game is, I think, the most important of this stretch, given that you they lost to him in the playoffs last year. You're going up against... Outclassed. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't close. And the the issue wasn't really the passing game. It was Eddie Lacy, who I guess can't stop eating hamburgers, uh, as is the reports. Um, Ran right through the middle of that game. Well, but but I was at... You're talking about the playoff game? The playoff game. So this week it matters because you say, all right, you beat a team that has, by all accounts... The best quarterback on the planet. Yeah, but it wasn't Eddie Lacy who beat us in the playoffs. It was Aaron no. Rodgers. Yeah, but he wears skinny jeans now, boys. He, he wasn't in the playoffs. That's last. true. Yeah. Normally, I would he be really scared jeans. about this game coming up because it's Green Bay. But actually, after seeing what they did last week against the Vikings, the fact that Green Bay is down, if they were down the twenty-eight points, if to the, the Redskins can take this one this week. That's the momentum I have been looking for. That is the comfortability that I have been calling for. We went on a four-game win streak, and you weren't comfortable with the momentum. No, we limped. We I limped, love. We limped into the. We limped into the to, to the four, bye week. Four-game win streak. Losing one and tying one. I'm gonna take your. So side. it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a strong streak. But now after the the but it was Viking an early win, streak. We we've lost after, one game in seven after the weeks. After the That's Viking a strong win, streak after the, the Viking NFL. win, and this coming up against Green Bay, this is a huge, huge opportunity for them to seize that that momentum and continue into the the Thanksgiving game, which is going to so, matter. 
it's going to matter. Make big Thanksgiving time. matter. That's been our mantra uh, all the way through. It will matter. I think we match up well against Dallas. We showed that um, we're better than the last time we played them. They're better than the last time they played us. Uh, I don't. I don't want to talk about Dallas. I want to talk we about the week to talk about But that. I will. But I will say this: we're going to be playing the Dallas Cowboys uh, on Thanksgiving Day with everybody watching, and. There's, there's no way we're not, we're not in that game. I don't know how it's going to go, but, but this is not. They're, they're, they're eight and one ness. Let's take care of Green Bay. You just said you weren't going to talk about Dallas. Oh, Let's take care of Green Bay for And then just went ahead. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is the key to this game. What time does the tailgate start? Is he? Proceed. Is he? Because Clay Matthews might not play. But he'll be on all the commercials, baby. <laughs> our, commercials. In my opinion, our offense is going to do what it does. It's going to come down to whether we can score inside the 20 or not. I, 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 our offense is that good. It we really do have is. To fix, they do have to fix red zone problems. We're going to give up points to Aaron Rodgers. They're going to have to, give, they're, they're going to, have to fix the red zone problems. That's the hey biggest man, problem right now. We're not sending Preston Smith and Sua Cravens out there to not rock this Sua guy. Cravens needs to play more. He, he had his most snaps last week. He had 37. Yeah, he had most 37 over, over Foster's 34. He, he needs up, to keep that up. He blew up every little, uh, you know, trips hey, right, little stack there's some situation. Guys, there's some guys in this room who can appreciate this. Um, when you watch him up close, when you watch Stuart Cravens up close, the thing that he does that impresses me the most, because he's undersized. An inside linebacker, he's undersized. That's just a fact. But that's not 235. His, yeah. But... When you watch him and you watch a guard get to the second level on him, and who, a guard who, who towers over him and is a monster compared to him size-wise, it's almost like his, his, he has such a violent punch on that guard, the guard can't get his hands on him. He's also very elusive. I mean, it's unbelievable how violent he is at the point of attack against a bigger guy, and, and then he can make the play on the inside. The, that's the think about the last place you want to be in life in the middle of an NFL play. The best he is the best, dynamic. A, the best thing I've heard about Sua Cravens is that he has instinct. He has he has he has an instinct right. as a football player that you can't teach. You can't coach. Oh, it's inborn. You yeah. and, You're right, buddy. And, and when, I, right. when I hear about that, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is E.J. Henderson. Yeah. The guy in the 21 years that I've been doing Maryland football who had the best instincts of any football player I've ever seen is an E.J. Henderson. A guy who has Better than Josh? A guy who has an inherent ability to make plays that, that, sometimes, defy, that, that sometimes defies – what you're supposed to do, yeah. and he still makes plays. EJ over That's Josh? That's Sua Cravens. EJ over Josh. Josh. Corner. Return Wilson? man. Yeah, Josh Wilson. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. EJ okay. Henderson okay. is probably yeah. the best football I, player I, in, in the 21 years that I've been doing Maryland football, wow. without a doubt. Wow, okay. wow, wow. Okay, okay. Wow, okay. I like that. High praise. High like praise right there. I like that. I like that. And it was it. And it was he proved in, it at the next level. It is instinct that made him... Set, that separates yeah. him from everybody yeah. else. Sure. And the instinct that Sua Cravens has rivals that. God that, that, given. That is, hmm. and, and the fact that he's 235 going up against tackles and guards and they can't contain him. They can't control him. And he can still make plays. Betty, Betty, sneaky. He's gotten yeah. better and better. Betty, Betty, sneaky. He, I think every single game he's looked better than the last game. It, it, it they reminds can't me wait, of, which is why he got the most snaps. They, yeah, of they his can't wait to so showcase far. him, right, boys? They're, yeah. they're just they're, they're kind of like to me. I I called him a four four guy at the beginning of the season. You know, of course, I'm going to be 
too fast on the guy. Four sacks, four interceptions. He, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna get close to that. I mean, he's gonna end up getting close to that. Game winner and interception counts for two, by the way. I agree. Yeah, I, I totally too. agree. I, I uh, so um, it reminds me of the quote uh, Calipari had about his freshman Malik Monk. Um, you know, last night. Uh, to the kid and talking about how athletic he is and how fast his mind works and how his job as a coach is to slow him down. You know, slow the game down for him, right. slow his mind down. To me, that you know, that's Sua. He's so fast. He's fast in everything that he does. I'm sure when, he, when the game slows down for him, he's going to be a monster. When he starts teaching fools how to play his position, yep. and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk, speaking of position, let's talk playoff position. And, and Brian, you're at Hogshaven. You're our play. You're our playoff scenario, playoff picture guy. Yeah, anointed as of this week. Well, you That's know, final. I, I would say you know it's, a, it's official, but you've been there. Not to put you on the spot. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> so uh, you know, we're, so we're sixth. Sixth, yeah, we're sixth. And and before I let you take it away, I just want to remind T and, and Kevin when we're talking about uh, Kevin's. You know, T says let's worry about this game first. I do think the Green Bay game is is among the most important of our immediate games, most notably because Green Bay is like right behind us in the playoffs. If we can't beat them at home on Sunday night, it's a tough it's a tough road. We're not ready. We're not ready, but we but we have. That's time. why it's important. But it, I believe we are. I believe we are too. Um, and it's notable that the New York Giants are our fifth and one win and one win ahead of us. Take it away, Brian. Yeah, I mean you got three NFC East teams that are in the top six right now. I mean, first of all. Who would have predicted that? The NFC East just flexing preseason. On Nobody. No one. AFC West has got us by one NFC victory East. with three seven-win teams. Yeah. NFC East preseason was a joke. No flexing. Now everybody's looking at it, going, "Whoa, yeah, it's amazing." I mean, you got with Dallas won. It, it may be an indictment on NFL football. Uh, no, 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 yeah, no. We, don't, we don't need to get there no. yet. NFC is some, people good saying, some people are saying this is the worst football they've ever seen. Uh, in general, across the I, league. I don't, I don't not agree. Not the NFC East. No, NFC East, we're, we're lucky. We get to watch these teams. We're going to see good football agree, when brother. they're out there. I agree. It, it has been competitive as tough physical football. Yeah, yeah. Dude, screw the Bengals, man. No. Screw there's those no bells. I, I know. <laughs> no, there's no bells and whistles no. to what we're doing in the NFC East. No, it, it's, it's great. It's awesome. I mean, Dallas... I, I was having a conversation this week. Anytime a rookie is able to succeed in the NFL, it's amazing to me. But then for Dallas right now, I mean, I know we're not fans of them, but you got to no. tip our cap. You got to tip your cap. Dak, that, that Dak and Z. And not, not only that, and I, I can't believe I'm going to say this, and I, I, and I know Ken is going to jump all over this. What Romo did this past week. Yeah. I, don't do I it. I don't know if I've ever seen that in my Wait. lifetime. Give it, give it, prepare. A true team player, true, I won't. True, it didn't have to be a press conference. True, I mean, it didn't have to be a press conference. It could that have been was a, a jury production from down north Texas. But it was the right way to do it. Yeah, well, you got yeah. you got Schefter being like, oh, it was, it was, right Ro- it was Romo's it. choice. That I think is probably a little bit flimsy because you know if let's Whatever. say they, let's say it Garrett was the right had way to do if it. Garrett had gone to him say you're the starter, he wouldn't have been like no, that's not what what would have happened. But I I I agree. He was it was a classy move. It was. Very classy. It was. I mean, how often have we ever <laughs> wanted to call on the NFL players to do something that is completely and utterly team-oriented? Team-oriented with $18 million in your pocket. Sorry. Sure. That's all I want to say. It was, I love the idea of it. I didn't like the execution of it. I thought 
It was. It would have been. It would have been. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. What? But I will withhold. Oh no! I I, I think another I think, Jari production. No, 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 no! I think it was a classy thing for Romo to do, whether it was forced upon him or not. It was a classy thing for Romo to do. No NFL quarterback has ever gone out that way. That's not what's happening. He's not done. I know. No, no NFL quarterback has ever let a rookie just bee slap him right in the mouth. But let's move forward. We don't need to be stuck on this turd. Sure, when sure. We're talking about the true sense of the word. The Washington Redskins yeah. dominating their situation. Sure. After two weeks, we are 5-1-1. One, one. We've lost one game in seven tries, gentlemen. There's a lot going into this. Yeah. There's a lot going into this. Not to mention we have our own quarterback who overtook a starter in a different different variety, and now he is the man. I want to ask you guys, is Kirk Cousins a, is Kirk Cousins a Pro Bowl quarterback? How yes. can he not be? Uh, a starting like a starting Pro Bowl quarterback? Five weeks ago. No, he doesn't starting, have to be a starter. Five weeks ago I wouldn't have said yes. Today, I'm saying yes. Dude is balling. I mean, he's he's there's he guys who you would have said were balling. above him before that aren't like Matt Ryan. I would put I would put Kirk Cousins above Matt Ryan today. There's guys who a couple weeks ago you wouldn't have put uh, behind Kirk Cousins or above Kirk Cousins. I think I think guys like Russell Wilson have come back. You know, obviously you have you have, you know Drew Brees is always going to be there. Tom Brady. The way you vote for quarterbacks these days, it's not conference. You I think you get six votes. So six guys get voted the Pro Bowl. He's a top six. He's, he's definitely top six. Top six in the NFC. Holy, in the NFC. Holy hell. No, no, no. Top six in the league. Okay. Oh, you can Let, vote for anybody. I just want to say this, and I hope you guys uh, have an opinion on this, but you know when they say that guy can make every throw? Uh, my quarterback can make every throw. Oh, he can make every throw. I watched this game multiple times. Hitch, slant, fade, go to Vernon Davis, uh, bootleg left, bootleg right. Corner. Uh, corner to Jordan Reed. Uh, it, this guy was on fire with accuracy. He, he, he hit a new level to He's me on this week. Watching the replay of the game, I went, oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This guy's putting the ball where it needs to be relentlessly. Let me ask He's you guys He's as accurate this. as it gets. Let me he ask is you right this. there with the most accurate quarterbacks in this does, league. Does accuracy, does accuracy matter, Kevin? I believe that accuracy is the number one. Unless Accuracy you're just, is the most underrated quality of a quarterback. What he did to Minnesota, 22 of 33, the, the, the 11 thrown away were for a reason. There was one botch. On second down and goal, we all saw it. Kirk has won a game. Brian, you agree? He has won a game. He does. Let me drop. And you're this, like, let me drop this nugget on you, Kevin. Let me drop this nugget on you. Uh, guys. Drop another nugget on me, bud. In the National Football League, to be compared amongst all-time quarterbacks, you have to throw a minimum of 1,500 passing attempts. At that point in time, now your stats matter uh, to the NFL. At the end of this season, Kirk Cousins will have 1,500 pass attempts, and therefore he will be ranked among quarterbacks in the history of the National Football League. Did you know that his accuracy, his completion percentage, would tie him for the best in the history of the National Football League? Number one all time, tied with... Boing. Chad Pennington. <laughs> yeah. That's a and, true story. Uh, and Winsock. And then you go, then you go, Troy Aikman and Steve Young. You know, be, you know, right away, and a couple other uh, other top guys. But but just, let's just, I'm just trying to put this in perspective. Kirk Cousins, his accuracy, it puts him in an in elite territory. Brian Stabby. Well, one of the things I have really enjoyed this season is there are so many weapons on the offense, but in any given week, it could be any one guy. 
So it makes it nearly impossible for defenses to cheat or shade one way or the other. I mean, you got Deshaun Jackson who's out right now, but it doesn't mean that they take significant steps back. I mean, Jordan Reed has a so-so week, but you know, Pierre Garçon steps up or Jameson Crowder steps up. And I think that – or Vernon Davis. When they had to stop taking away Fred's Deshaun awesome. with over-the-top help and underneath, they can then bracket Jordan. We should have And now, guess what? Vernon Davis and Jameson Crowder, no one has a 3-4 like this. No. And I do not think they are a 3-4. I think I'm talking back to August. There are 3-4? Dude. Yeah. It's, ama- three, it's amazing. Who's got a 3-4 like this? It's amazing. Who's got weaponry like this? Who's armed yeah. up like we are? Who's armed up like we are? Not many. Nope. Not I mean, many. Agree, the Brian. Patriots. The I Patriots. Agree. And the Patriots, are not even across the board, the Patriots are armed up like this because they have Martellus Bennett and Rob Gronkowski. Right. And in today's right. NFL, you can't defend that uh, with Tom Brady at quarterback. And look at Eric Blunt, who I begged, begged the Redskins to draft, who I think he went in the seventh round or even undrafted to uh, Jeff Fisher um, in Tennessee at the time. He, he's, he's a man-child. He's a beast. If you give him the ball, he will punish people. And then you can throw to Gronkowski and Martellus Bennett for 100 yards each. You know, there's just no way you can stop that. When you look at the Redskins' offense, they're un- they're they. You know, I I'm a Redskins fan. I'm gonna say they're unstoppable. They're unstoppable in the sense that they always they get first down. They move the ball up and down the field all day long. Ten plays, seven minutes. Twelve plays, you know, eight and a half minutes. Thirteen plays, four and a half minutes. Uh, am I, mean, I wrong that I heard they have had nine three and outs all year? Or is that trust way? That might be high. Well, the least amount of three and outs of any offense in the NFL this year. They're a very, very, very good offense. Yes, they are. And, and we thought they would be. And, they are who we thought they are. They are who we be. thought they are. And, and, and let's be honest, where our problems were on defense at the beginning of the season, all of a sudden it's like, wait a second, who are these guys? Uh, yeah, they can get sacks. They've been getting sacks all season. Yeah. They've actually. End of uh, that game? How about that? And they've been getting turnovers. And, and when it matters, speaking of, Sewer Cravens against mm-hmm. you know Eli Manning. Preston with the left, right. Preston. Switching the ball <sighs> from Preston, hand to hand on a cutback. So, switching the play ball like from that. the right to the left on a cutback mm-hmm. after the pick. I mean, it's, Preston can play I like that. He's done that once before. Yes, T. Well, we, we, yes, we are T. in good shape. We and I'll give this shape. to you, T-Bird. Defense has been... Your O-line has stepped up to run the football with your boy, Fat Rob. Boy, Fat Rob. Your boy, Fat Rob. So how, how, comfortable, how comfortable do you guys feel with the running? I know that it's been sort of an Much ongoing. more comfortable with Fat Rob. Do you? But, but let me say this. Much more comfortable. I, I no say this. Way. I say this. I look at Fat Rob. If we, he was a quarterback, I would call him a game manager. Yeah. That is not a negative connotation. That means he's not taking risks, he's getting positive yards, and he's not turning the ball over. Listen, he's doing for, what he's asked to do. I believe he's a game manager. I don't think he's our future. I think he's doing great. His production is through the roof. He has helped. And I'm very, Kirk. very happy that it's him. He the way this team, without a doubt. He the way this positive team built, The way McLovin operates, uh, you know in your heart as an NFL person that you can get a running back capable of getting yards for not – $8 million a season. And McLovin doesn't pay. And this is Marshawn Lynch. He's not paying that. And if you look Dude, at what... He put our, a fullback from the AAC who had, know, had more know. carries last Sunday than he did in his college career. The, the, ru- the rushing yards are available in this offense. With it's his not, O-line? Yes, they are. And, and, and with Kirk. You know, and Jordan True. Reed and Jamison Crowder. There's always going to be yards to be had in, in the ground game. Uh, I, have, I have zero... I, I, I don't want to say I don't care who's running the ball because obviously we all do. Um, no, we don't have a game breaker. This, but what but we you have, don't need one in this offense. What you don't we have need one. is a winner. 
You have Chris Thompson. This offense does live and die by Chris Thompson, I believe. Um, I don't think he came all the way through uh, against the Vikings the it way he did. wasn't his best week, but don't matter. He's been producing. He didn't, get, what, no. he didn't get the 18 touches I said we had to have from him. Because no. um, Fat Rob was holding the rock and, and getting and positive just yardage. Fine. Yeah, just 97 fine. yards. Don't put it on the ground. I was happy, just man. Fine. That's it. I was happy, man. He got positive yardage in negative situations so, multiple times so the, with the one cut. I loved it. The question is... Don't put it on the ground. How does... So as good as our offense is and whatever we want to say about our defense, where do we stand in the landscape in the NFL? I know the power rankings this week across the board had us anywhere from 8 to 11, 8, 8 to 12. 8, 8, 8, 8. But yeah. is 8 what, what 8 is? Is 8 what 8 is? It's right on the outside looking in. Just on the outside. Yeah, I mean... For what it's worth, and I wrote about this this week, the you know those poll of 538, which presented without comment, has them at a 42 percent chance of making the playoffs. I think the tie ends up being the difference, one way or the other. I'm not sure. I think they make it. I'm calling the tie in our favor. Right Currently. now, the tie is in our favor. Yeah. Yes. Today, yes. Arizona game will make that a, def- a definite. Yay or nay, right. I believe. Hey, I, We're going to be a game apart yeah. or so, I'm guessing. And, uh, man, Seattle's going to be right there. You know, you, you got to think that possibly they could fall down. We have three but chances to play we beat teams. Arizona. I believe that tie becomes a positive. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of amazing that and Seattle's only better. a game up. They're only sure. one game up. Sure. We can't. We got to figure that and with they, them. They get a buy. Yeah, that's Think, mathematics with Seattle's yeah. uh, situation. But Arizona, yeah. there's no math. Things no. are Same shaking record, out. We get it. The NFC East is the class of the NFC currently. Uh, that could obviously change, but when I don't you have know if it can, well, but you know, Philadelphia is what five and four, five and four, yeah, five well, and four. Lord, are so, they the wild card? Aren't they? You know, we get them again. They, they they're going to get some In opportunities. Philly. The Giants, by the way, I believe they're playing Cleveland and yeah, somebody else break. terrible in the next two weeks. But we got them at home. We got them at home. Yeah. Um, we, we have. The Redskins are in charge of their destiny. I mean, that's yes. the best thing you can say about where the Redskins yeah. are right now. Um, I think that uh, I think that they're playoff. I think that they're a playoff team. But the the good news about that is we we have a, we have a chance to play teams that are chasing us. We root for one of the top ten football teams in the universe. That's correct, <laughs> Kevin. Rigo. I love that. It's one way. Hey, but, yeah. hey, there's always spins. We can always spin it. We root for one of the. Best 10 football teams on the planet. We do. The next time we meet to have the Audible recorded, it'll be next Monday night. Not a Tuesday, but it'll be on a Monday. And we'll have just played the Green Bay Packers, and we'll be getting ready to play the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day. We're going to have two games in, what is that, two games in five days? Is that That's how tough. that works? That's kind, of, three, kind of crazy. Three games in 12 days. Three games in 12 days. I mean, it's... That's a slog. It's a lot to ask of the guys. Uh, Two and one would bring home a couple happy campers. Am I wrong? Two and one in the next three? Oh, hell yes. Uh, two and one in the next three would be ideal. I, I do think getting Trent Williams back uh, 100% healthy... Healthy. In yes. three weeks, you know, uh, is, is, a, is a huge deal for us. Um, it's interesting to... I, I think what T brought up earlier about Trent Williams potentially moving inside or finding finding a way to get your five best guys on the on the offensive line any way you can possibly manage it. Um, I trust Bill Callahan. I, I think he's done an amazing job. I never saw the Sheriff Morgan through, Moses thing happen through the roof, dude. 
Yeah, through the roof. Dallas's O-line, you believe, is the class. Okay. I believe we are the next level below. That's just me. I don't know who right else. There. Oakland has a great offensive uh, I'll line. I'll give Dallas. I'm just saying. Boom. But we are either we are right there, right there with right these there. boys. How I, fun I, does that sound it's, to us? Well, the, the website's called Hogs Haven for a reason. Um, we do harken oh, yeah, back yeah. to a time when the face of our team was our offensive line. And the strength of our team was our offensive what line. What football's about. The man. common thread of our greatness was our, our offensive line. You're only as good as you are up front. We went against the best defensive line in football, from what I've heard. Yep. Yeah. You guys tell me, you know, jump in here. One sack on third and an obvious pass situation. We were trying to dump dead in the clock at the end of the game. Kirk did get decked a couple times. He did. One sack. Our undrafted rookie free agent rushed for 97 yards. Yep. And we handled that situation like it was nothing. That's what I enjoyed. We were not overmatched. We're not overmatched. By we, their best facet. And we won't be overmatched. No, we won't. On Sunday night, 8.30 p.m. at FedEx Field against the Green Bay Packers. I'm not going to ask you guys to pick winners in this game. I, I, uh, I like to think that we're all rooting for a certain outcome. But I'll ask you this, and I'll start with you, Brian. The Redskins beat the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night if... I know it's kind of cliche, but I think... Cliché is. Two, two pieces. One, uh, they win the turnover battle. I think that's going to be so huge. And two, I think at least... There's got to be at least one interception on Aaron Rodgers. At least one. All right, all right. So that's kind of come on. You got to, you got to give me something. Better. Who makes the interception? Josh Norman. There you go. He right. needs one. He needs one. He does so, need so, one. So, so, so the, and so the I, crowd can go wild. And I do agree with. So in, this is this is the kind of game uh, for the Washington Redskins. So we, we have uh, struggled on, on primetime games. We obviously uh, have a recent memory of losing to Green Bay in a, in a nationally televised big time yeah, game. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Bitch slapped us. And the fact of the matter is, and I, I, I called Brian out on it earlier, not, not necessarily because I disagreed totally that Eddie Lacy didn't, didn't own us down the stretch because he did. Um, but, there was, but I was at that game. I was watching it, and I saw there was a, it was like a click moment, a light bulb moment where Aaron Rodgers took over that game. And he did it in, and he did it in ways that maybe you didn't see on TV. Um, you know, he was patrolling the hash marks. In between plays, he worked the clock. He was working our defense. He calls us to make substitutions. I, I mean, he's as good as it gets. He's as he good is. as it he gets. Is. And he, he got rocked. We rocked he him. He is the premium. Preston Smith rocked him in the first half. Yep. You know, and, and we got to him and we rattled him. And, and you could tell that. And you saw it. And that, that was the momentum of the game. It was in our favor. And then all of a sudden it changed. And the reason that it changed is because Aaron Rodgers was like, wait a second. I'm Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to take him out of this and, game, and but no. if they, the Redskins don't have Aaron if Rodgers. they kind of right. neutralize what he does, at least make him. Because uh, what did they do last week? It was crazy. There was like what, like 80 points in that game. And they with were the, down 28-7. Oh, Aaron Titans, Rodgers. Not, game. Aaron yeah. Rodgers doesn't play defense, but I'm with you. He can beat us. He can. Yeah, he There's can. no doubt. I'm Mr. Positive Redskins guy. Aaron Rodgers is the coolest guy to watch play the position I've seen in a decade. He can beat us easily, single-handedly, with his left hand. If he Love comes out. If Matt Stafford can, Aaron Rodgers Don't worry. Can. I, 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 I tweeted Olivia Munn. Good thinking. T. She's a tant. Thanks for telling me. She's a tant. Tant. I respect her as an artist. She's a neat lady. And a person. <laughs> Since Olivia Munn, First and foremost. I'm thinking we can take him down. 
T. Strachan. The Washington Redskins beat the Green Bay Packers on Sunday night if... If we run for over 100 yards and the defense once again has another sack to end the game. I think it's going to be close. End the game on a sack. All right, so we got Josh Norman Close out the game again with a sack. Win the game on a sack. So you think it's going to be like a a one-possession game? That freaks me out. I think, think, honestly, I think every game is going to be a one-possession game. So that would make it the third NFC North game of three for the Redskins. There is no blowouts in our history. None. It is going to come down to the end. I've been saying this all year. I agree. But I'm going to back off that for this game. All right, what do you got? The Washington Redskins beat the Green Bay Packers. Kevin Ricca, if... We have not performed under the bright, bright starlights. No, we have not. Prime time anything. I believe the Washington Redskins take the Packers down by double digits this week if we beat Aaron Rodgers up because what else is going to beat us? What else is going to beat us besides the threat of the greatest quarterback alive right now in my mind who is struggling? Whose defense is struggling? They're asking him to play it all and do it all. We got to beat him up. Preston. Preston. Ryan Kerrigan. I think Trent Murphy gets a couple out. licks in there. Miss Sua. I got to break out my Preston. Sua. Quote. Oh. We need to have. I need. To we need to beat Aaron Rodgers up and give him no print. We need to beat yeah. Olivia Munn's BFF. Her Facebook friend. <laughs> hey, great time in D.C. tonight. Sorry we lost, but look, everything's fine. If Aaron Rodgers isn't Aaron Rodgers, because of the Redskins, we win on Sunday night. When we finally decide to take a hold of the lights. Let me tell you something. You asked a question earlier tonight, Kevin Ricca, and I skipped over it, but I knew I was always coming back to it. You said, what time does the tailgate start? 3 p.m., possibly 2.30. They don't let us into 4.30, but they always let us in early. We're going to do Was a pre- the we, we got the pre-tailgate going. Let me explain to you why this matters to this game. I think this is a Redskins fan base coming out party. Now, there's going to be some Green Bay Packers fans in that stadium on Sunday night. Believe it. I love Green Bay fans. I got no problem with Green Bay fans. Always loved them. Milwaukee people are the greatest. Wisconsin people, to the mo- for the most part, good folks. Got no problem with Green Bay. And they love the cold, and it's going to be cold. Yep, we're going to be there 67 early. Sixty-seven on Saturday. Can't we're be gonna, that cold on Sunday. We're going to we're going to string up the Christmas lights. We're going to do our oh annual boy. Mike Wiggins Invitational. Now let me tell you something. F thirty-one at FedEx Field this Sunday. If you're in the parking lot, you come over to F thirty-one. You're going to see some men playing Beirut. Some people call it beer pong. They call it Beirut for 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 in a serious competition, a ten-year-plus competition. You got. Maddie, the soft and supple touch coming down. You got Lance. You got Chris and, Ke- and Kevin Mountain. You got the Mountain well, Mount Brothers, Travis Davison. You got J- James Blaine. You got Ken Marangolo, obviously, you know, being out there. You got guys who've been playing Beirut for serious, serious stakes for over a decade. And I will tell you that when we do this tailgate, we create some kind of positive energy. I don't know how else to explain it, but on, in every single time in the last seven years when we've had the Mike Wiggins Invitational, the Redskins have won the game. Now, we plan this game, we plan this t- particular tailgate purposely. We place it. It's a special s- scenario. We got some good, good people coming to get after it on the asphalt. T-Strack, I think got? you've hit something. I've hit, you got? 
positive energy. Positive energy. Right now, there's a lot of positive energy. That's what we're doing. With the Redskins. That's what we do. Yeah, when you, win, when you win, when you win, when you lose once in seven weeks. Yeah. No, eight no, no. weeks. Well, no. I, I'm starting to feel it. I'm starting to feel it. I'm starting if to feel that feeling. It. If T's feeling feel it, feeling you all I, listening better yes. feel it. Mm. I've been starting to feel that that's feeling. that's the truth. He bumped on that. I one. will say. He did. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're good. You're bumping. Uh, well, you're, what are you saying? Say I, bu- it. I bump. Say it. All I'm saying is I am Mr. Positive. T yeah. might have a little negative connotation. But if T's feeling the but momentum coming, I'm backing negative. up. I'm backing up. I got a towel for T. I'm letting the wave ride through. I'm going to dry him off. I, I, I'm, I'm not a negative person. No, I know. I'm no, a realistic not. person when it comes to football because yeah. at the end of the day, only one team wins at all. Okay. The Redskins weren't showing me anything that I was comfortable about in the first half. But after this last game, seeing what we have in front of us, there there is positive energy. There is definitely positive energy on the Redskins side. <laughs> and no, let's get no, let's, no, let's, no, it's all positive. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. I will say this, and we have a little bit of that's Tommy Joe's. Welcome, welcome, loves. Yeah. No, not the left side. Not the left side. I don't know what's happening. Not the left side. Yo, live. So much positive. Yo, live. I would like to say, to finish this out, I just want to say that I think the Redskins are going to win 27 to 23. I do think that the positive energy created in the parking lot is going to be the difference. And I think T. Strachan, Kevin Ricca, Brian Stabby, Matt the Real Deal Seal, our very own Pete Schwitty. Thank you, Brian Stabby. Thank you, Matt Seal. On a weekly basis, we want to say thank, thank you. you to Hogshaven. We want H-T-T-R. to say thank you to First Amendment Sports and Tommy Joes. Hey, hey. This was the Audible. <laughs>